during my 20s, 30s, even my teens, I was a little hard. I thought I, I was feminine because I wore makeup. Right. <laughs> I wore dresses, but my heart wasn't feminine. The essence of me wasn't feminine. Welcome to the Vibrant Flow podcast. This is a podcast for the woman who wants to embrace and cultivate her femininity and level up in all areas of life while honoring her feminine essence. I'm Joanna, and some of you know me by the name Joem, and I'm an independent music artist, wife, a language enthusiast, among other things, and I'm on a journey in becoming the most vibrant expression of myself possible. Here, you will hear inspiring conversations and you'll get tangible tools in growing in your femininity. My mission here is to help you fall in love with being a woman. So, let's get started. Hello, beautiful, and welcome back to the Vibrant Flow podcast. I'm so happy that you get to hear this conversation. I mean, I loved having this conversation. I loved talking to Valerie. And so our guest, Valerie Montanez, is such a beautiful woman, so inspirational. And I just felt like I got to speak to a woman with more experience, more life experience, and so much wisdom and this heart for women around the world, especially the women that feel like they need to be rough and tough, as she says in the episode. So if you're looking to find out how you can be feminine, especially if you're in a masculine environment, if you work um, in a place surrounded by men like Valerie does, this is the episode for you. And a huge thank you to my patrons who are sponsoring this interview. If you didn't know, I launched my Patreon just recently and I'm creating exclusive episodes over on there. I have themed tiers and we have a book club. We're reading The Queen's Code this month in March and it's been like I love it already we, we just started and it's it's amazing and we're gonna learn so much from that how to actually become a queen and understand men and all of that good stuff and so if you would love to um, join the patreon I would so appreciate you I have a goal of 10 patrons and so if you want to be part of those 10 women who are committed to their femininity journey and their softening into this wonderful, beautiful, blissful, vibrant embodiment of the feminine, then go ahead and join. You are so welcome. I would love to connect with you personally. And if you join in March, you will get uh, a Zoom call with me. So we can connect and see where you want to head with your femininity cultivation and all of that good stuff i'll also be sending a postcard if you do <laughs> so if you would like to gift me the opportunity of pouring more into you then go ahead and join my patreon it's really inexpensive compared to what i create over on there and what i offer to you and honestly my heart is beating for the perfectionists the women that have you know learned to be tough and hard on themselves that do not know how to soften that has been my life journey so that is what my heart beats for is for us to soften and really enjoy being a woman right and also thank you so much for rating and reviewing i mean that 
mean so much. If you can subscribe, rate, review this podcast, it helps so much because we need to get these messages out for more women, right? I hope that you are with me in this. This is our our joint project, Vibrant Flow project, right? Because we want to feel that vibrant flow in our lives. And so many women need to hear these things and these conversations that can potentially change their lives. So go ahead and subscribe, rate and review. And I appreciate you so much. Share this episode if it speaks to you and tag both me and Val. Um, on your Instagram stories if you do. But without further ado, let's get into it. I am so happy and excited to be here again. And I have a very special guest from United States, Nevada. Valerie Montanez is here to tell us about her personal experience with getting back to femininity and how that has changed her life and changed her professional life and all of the aspects of her life, I assume. And I'm so excited for this conversation because Valerie has inspired me over on Instagram and that's where we originally connected. And um, I just felt, I felt called to ask her to be on the pod. So here we are. Welcome, Valerie. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm so excited. And I, I am just so appreciative that you asked me to be here. Um, as you connected with me, I connected with you. Your posts are inspiring. Your softness, everything about you is just so feminine and, and joyful. Um, I, I've seen a lot of femininity where it's dark femininity. And, and um, you know, some people get caught up in that and they think that's the ultimate way, but no, it's not. Mm, yes. It's not. Um, thank you so just, much. I appreciate your words. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we are all gullible sometimes and we get caught up in the hype of media and circle of people. So it is very, very important that we watch who we're watching, who we're following. Um, we don't always have to be in agreement, but it does have to align with, yes. with the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and my background is um, I, I was raised in the church. Right. I was raised in the church. I walked away from the church for a while. Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm so excited to be here. And um, so my journey began into femininity because, you know, for during my 20s, 30s, even my teens, I was a little hard. I thought I, I was feminine because I wore makeup, right? <laughs> I wore dresses, but my heart wasn't feminine. The essence of me wasn't feminine. Um, and that's because it's not taught. I just thought, okay, a man is masculine because he's a man. Right. A woman is feminine because she's a woman. And that's without being taught. Um, and as I grew older, <laughs> And um, I started reading into femininity Mm. and then I started to understand, well, I started to question like, wait, I'm not feminine. You mean I'm really not feminine. Um, I love all the glitz and the glamor and the pretty things and I'm not feminine. No, I wasn't. Um, And it's also partly having a heart of God, Mm. the heart of God. Yeah. Um, that is a big part 
Um, so as I start reading into it, it just filled me. Um, you know, it, it was an eye opener, like, okay, I'm not, I'm not in my full essence. I am not who I was made to be. I was made on purpose for a purpose. Um, whether that, per and, and some people think that a purpose has to be grand and big and, and no, my purpose could just be inspiring one person. Right. I don't, you know, I, I, I could meet somebody that I have no idea what they're going through. And that could be my purpose is just one kind word could have changed everything. And that is the absolute truth. Um, so I started reading more and I, and I started putting these things to practice, watching what I was doing, paying right. attention to my thoughts. Um, I was quick to anger. Mm. I was quick to open my mouth. Um, I was, I, when I look back at it, I'm like, oh my goodness, I was possibly, possible, possibly a bully. I, I really wasn't, but that's what it looks like now. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I was get just that. I so, get that. I relate you know, just, to that so much. <laughs> yeah, just because I was pushy and, you know, um, I had to say, just like many women now think that they have to push and fight and raise a red flag and say, look at me, look at me, I'm here. And then there's the the other that are shaking their booties and their bodies saying, look at me mm. with femininity. You don't need any of that. Right. In your, in your essence, in, in who we are, when we are fully surrendered to, to femininity, we don't need to sexualize ourselves. We don't need to show skin to be sexy or, to catch an eye. Um, and it, we don't want to catch every eye, right? You know, right. just, just the right one. But, um, also yes, with my job, femininity. yeah, job <laughs> as well. Your what, what, what we are doing is you mentioned already, like what your professional background is and how has like coming back to femininity, how has that like opened your eyes to new ways of operating in your professional world? So in my profession, I'm surrounded by strong minded, very intelligent men. There's very few women. And in my firm, there's just one woman who's a lawyer. Right. Um, so in our meetings, I always felt that I have to shout when they shout. I had to interrupt to get my point across. I had to wave that red flag and say, my turn, look at me, I, I need to say this. And it was a constant battle. And when I wasn't in my femininity, it was normal. Right. But when I began to drop and surrender into my femininity, I noticed that was really hindering me. Um, mm. I felt I felt a tightness in my body. I felt so uncomfortable. And I was confused because I didn't understand that. Like, this is my norm. I've been doing this for so long. Why is this now a problem? And it took me months 
and months to realize that in my femininity, I don't need to do that. I don't need to push. I don't need to, to um, wave that flag. I'm not saying that's the case in all times because we, we may be called to, to jump into action. Um, but in, in my work environment, when I learned to surrender to my femininity, I no longer had to shout and scream. Right. I noticed that they would, we would go into our meeting and everybody would be talking and, and it gets heated in there um, with different opinions and theories. Mm. Um, and I just learned to just not, not fight it. I stayed quiet. I paid attention. Um, and this is what blew my mind is when I learned that, when I began to do that, then I was offered the floor. I was offered, okay, your turn. What is your input? Wow. What, what do you have to say about that, about this? And I was like, wow, you know, it, it was a wow moment. And so I love that about our femininity is, and many women probably don't understand that because they have not fully surrendered. Right. Um, and, and it, and I, I could tell you, sometimes I jump out of it. I jump out of it. Um, not purposely, but when I go about a, a busy day, I have to prepare. My day starts with prayer. If I don't start with prayer and sitting in stillness, my day is going to be chaotic. Right. It, yeah. it, it just will. Um, I also love music. Oh my gosh. Music just soothes the soul and it gets me, it brings me back into my natural state. Um, so I prepare every morning and, and I try, or I don't even try anymore. If I don't start in the morning with prayer, if I run late, I try and pray in my car. Um, well, I do pray in my car. It's not so one-on-one. It's a bit rushed. Right, right. But um, there are those days that I do jump out of it. And I have to come back and say, okay, I just noticed I'm back into, you know, old routines. And um, so it, it's... It's simple when you're there, but for someone who doesn't understand it, surrendering, they, they may not understand what surrendering is. It's just being, just no forcing, you know, just relax, almost like relaxing. You're letting it go. Right. Le- now that is a beautiful way to describe surrendering, which is a huge topic, like huge thing that I'm practicing as well. Uh, a theme of this year, definitely for me. And, uh, and very often it can be very abstract as a term, like surrender. Okay. What does that mean? Like, yeah. how do you mean? Like I need to surrender, but that is just a very illustrative way that you go into the meeting and you just let go of the push and the, the, the forcing or, yep or the shouting or, or the give me attention. Hey, I need to be heard as well. 
and being like almost aggressive in that way. So letting go of all of that, relaxing into the present moment and into your body as well. And yeah, surrendering in that moment and being like, okay, I've, you know, God's got this. Absolutely. It is always God that has it, that, that leads the way that, that, um, opens the floor that, um, provides comfort. Mm, mm, Yes. Yes, definitely. So sometimes I feel like women, me included before, like coming into the realization that, okay, I've been actually forcing something out of me, which is not my true essence like being aggressive or forceful or, or just, you know, pushing because the world teaches you to do that. Um, what would you say to a woman who feels like, well, but that's just my personality. I I'm just, you know, I get this, like, I've always been this way. I've always gotten a little, perhaps a little aggressive, or I've always like, one I've always shouted along with the other guys or whatever because sometimes I feel like we women we're like well no but I've always been like this so it's my personality so you know can't change that that's a lie that's a lie that the world has taught us that's a lie that that the dark has told us that's a lie that we tell ourselves and then we believe it. You know, I, I was reading something today and it was saying one person could say you're ugly and it just takes one person and you believe it. Right. You believe it. And so you carry that with you and you start when you believe it, it becomes you. So even if it's a lie, you believe that lie. And you become that lie. So it's a lie, woman. Mm. It's a lie. We are made to be soft. God's purpose is for us to be in our essence, the softness, the loving, the nurturing, um, healing, our expression, our creativity. Yes. Those are wonderful gifts. And honestly, I was raised rough. I was one of those rough, like, oh, you're not going to talk to me like that. Right, right. You know, and so I know, I truly know being that rough and tough, that persona, it kills you. It ruins your heart. It, you, you hold so much hardness in and that's not what God intended. Mm. That is not what God intended. He intended for us to be soft and with an open heart because it, with our heart, we're able to love and nurture. I mean, we, we bear children, whether we are incapable of it or not, we still have that wound we still have that nurturing. Uh, I, I had a conversation with a woman and I said that she's like, but I can't have children. I said, but your heart could, 
your womb is still there, but medically you're having some trouble, but it does not make you less of a woman. Mm. It does not mean that you can't be a mother. You know, you have that heart, you have that, that soul to love and to, and to, you have that spiritual wisdom, right? You're intuitive. Um, You just have to work on it. You have to know that it's there. When you know it's there, then you could start figuring it out, letting it be, letting it come to you, letting Mm. it, relaxing into it. Because really, we don't want to be hard. But the world tells us that hardness is, is what we should be. Yes. Yeah, that is so true. Thank you for Thank you for going into that a little deeper. It's so true. And, and even though like softness is our essence, it doesn't mean that, that we can't be firm, which I think Correct. is Im- important to make that distinction there that it doesn't mean that we're suddenly become a doormat <laughs> or something like <clears throat> that. It's definitely not because softness, like true softness, if you, if you get back to the essence, that softness is actually strong. It's strength. It and, is. And it is different kind of strength than the forceful push, which is, which is just, just um, like you said, it's it actually wrecking havoc in yourself, in your soul, in your being. But that softness and the true strength that comes with it, that is what is actually liberating and setting us free from the shackles, if you will, that the world tries to, you know, put on us. Perfectly said. I love that. We are always, we, we shackle ourselves to ideas, Mm. to, to what the world says we need to be. And then we have a problem unshackling, but softness, softness is not weakness. Um, Valerie, I know that you are, that you mentioned that you've also been a professional makeup artist and I absolutely love that. (laughs) It's so beautiful. I mean, just, I I just wanted to ask, what does beauty mean to you as a woman? Because I think beauty is also, it's, it's a bastardized thing in the world. And sometimes we, we get it wrong and it's, um, well, how do I, how should I say this? Because I absolutely love beauty and I think it is part of the feminine essence. It is like cultivating and yeah, cultivating I, and creating beauty is part of our feminine essence. So how do you feel about that in this so day and age? This day and age, we are so messed up. We are so, because we live by the media, we live by... Um, by what the celebrity is doing. Um, We compare ourselves to um, celebrities and media and and women on social media. Mm. And we take it a bit too far. Um, Beauty on the outer happens first on the inside. Yes. It happens on the inside. I could be the most beautiful woman in the world. But if my insides are rotten, it's going to display in my outer, in my, in my speech, in my eyes, in the way I move. Um, so I think beauty is, is, is eye-catching. 
who doesn't love beauty? Mm. And that's in God's, we are made in God's image. We are made beautiful. Right. But, but we do things and we mess ourselves up. Um, I love makeup. I love makeup. Me too. And I, (laughs) you, you know, there's a lot of natural, beautiful women and there's women that love makeup and none of it is wrong. It's what's wrong is when our, our insides are so corroded, but we also don't want to compare ourselves to, to different beauties because we are, we were made individually in the image of God. So not, so beauty is, is deep. It's embedded in us and it always shows forth. Um, Yeah. So I, I mean, I love makeup. I love to do makeup. I, I love all the glitz and the, you know, the lipstick and I could be dressed up 24 (laughs) seven, you know, Um, (laughs) and some people like my kids are like, come on, mom, let's go to the store. I'm like, Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me, let me get up. They're like, please just go plane. I'm like, this is my plane. (laughs) You know, this is what I love. This is, this is as plain as I get. I said, there's going to come a time that I'm not going to be able to do this. So let Mm. me enjoy it. I'm not doing it for anybody. I'm doing it because it, 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 it makes me happy. Yes. I mean, it's not what brings me happiness, but it adds to my happiness. Right. I, I say I romanticize my life. So I, feel like Cinderella or Snow White, like just twirling around. (laughs) (laughs) I love, you know, just the girly essence of of the makeup and getting ready and wearing heels and doing your hair. Oh my goodness. I just love that. I love that so much. (laughs) And this is one of the things that, you know, I instantly like (laughs) loved about you because (laughs) personally, I I went through this phase when I was like thinking, okay, well, but I shouldn't wear dresses every day. Or why am I like putting this effort into my looks to go to the university or whatnot? Because other people are looking at me like, well, where, where are you going so fancy or (laughs) whatever it is. And And then I just came to the realization, like, oh my goodness, this really brings me joy. It, like you said, it adds to my joy. I love it. It is deep within my essence to love these things, to love, you know, putting effort into my looks because I feel good. And when I feel good, I'm just a more lovely person, I guess. And life is too short, absolutely too short, not to wear the clothes that you actually love and not to do your hair and makeup if that really feels good. Everybody wants to be their best. Or yes. I, I, so my best is in my appearance, in my soul, in my, in my actions, it's everything, and, you know, all together. And, and, you know, it's funny that you say like, everybody's always asking you like, where are you going? I feel the same way. You know, <laughs> when I walk into work, they're like, okay, everybody turns their head and they're like, okay, what costume are you wearing today? I'm like, this <laughs> is not a costume. These are my clothing. But sometimes I do feel like my closet is, is, is that of a, a movie set wardrobe. 
because I just have a variety. It's what I'm feeling in the moment. (laughs) Right. And that's so beautiful. Like, I love that. I love that. Oh, I just get so excited about this. (laughs) As you should. I mean, these are good things. This, the world is so chaotic and, you know, everybody's having a hard time with, with just getting out, you Mm. know, it's so why not find joy in dressing up and, you know, even if you just around the house, yeah, we buy the, we, sometimes we buy these beautiful things and we set it to the side and say, don't touch it because it's too expensive. It's too beautiful. No. Mm. Why did we buy it? Use it. Use your China, use your best everything. And it's not to show off. It's, because it's like, oh, I love that. That is beautiful. And it, you know, it, the price doesn't matter, but we, we categorize things like mm. that was expensive. I'm going to put it up here. Right. Oh, right. Or you know, save it for a special occasion. Or exactly. Whatever. Yeah. Don't wait for a special, every day is a special occasion because exactly. we are still on this planet. We are still breathing. Yes. Um, so why not make the best of it? You know, we are here with a purpose for mm. we are made on purpose for a purpose. And let's just live and love, you know, even in these hard times, even yes. in these hard times, we could find joy. Exactly. That actually, I, I think in harder times, it's easier to find those joyous moments, the simple moments, you know, the birds chirping, the beautiful sun as it's coming in. You know, those are things that God created, Mm. like he created me and you. We are all so beautiful. If you just take the time to sit at the wonders of of this life, it's amazing. It really is. is. It's amazing. You're seeing the world in a different way when you practice this. And I do believe that it's a practice when... I love to talk about romanticizing your life as well. I just get so excited about it because so it has I. brought so much joy into my life uh, as opposed to how I used to operate, which was everything's serious. Everything's yes. very hard. And if it's not hard, then it has no value. And I was just really married to struggle in that sense that I always like, unconsciously glorified struggle and wanted things to be serious and hard and (laughs) when I started to outgrow that the joy the levels of joy have increased exponentially and that is so beautiful it is and I love that you've said that because that is absolutely true I thought I had to work 15 hours a day and so I set myself up to work hard Now Mm. I'm trying to find my way back to cut the hours because I want more time to just be. Yes. I love that. (laughs) I love it too. So I wanted to ask you, what is like around all this that we've talked about, talked about, what is the impact that you hope to have on those around you? You know, when I, when I first started speaking and posting about 
just brightness, femininity, um, beauty. It was, it was taking a big step. It was me dropping, dropping into and saying, and showing people I'm not who you thought I was. Um, so it started for me to help me in my journey. And before I even realized, um, actually, no, there came a time where I was like, why am I even doing this? Why am I doing this? Why am I talking on, on social media? Like, you know, it, I could care less about social media. It's, it, it's not, it doesn't define me at all. I don't follow celebrities. I don't follow news. I, you know, um, so I'm like, what am I doing? So I stopped for a moment and I started to get messages. Oh my gosh, where have you been? You're my inspiration. I was like, I inspire you. Wow. And I was so shocked. I, I was really shocked that I was inspiring people, women. And some women were like, I love that every day you look beautiful. And, mm. and me, I, I was like, well, it's just a lot of makeup. You know, I was trying to, to play it down. Right, I was right. Playing myself down because I still wasn't in, in my full authority. I was still feeling kind of, uh, you know, like I, I didn't intend it for that. But part of me was thinking, oh my gosh, am I doing it for attention? No, I'm not. Right. I was doing it for me, but attention just started to come, but the right way, the right, right things went yeah. when I figured out when people were saying, you inspire me. I feel like you're my personal inspiration. Every day you have something good to say. Um, even in these hard times, you look at the bright side. And, yeah. and so that made an impact on me the impact I gave on them impacted me. And I was like, wow, wow, you know? And so I continue, I continue, but that is now that's what I hope is that I continue to inspire women to want to be soft, to want to be more feminine, mm -hmm. um, especially now in these times when the world is so confused. Yes. Um, you know, there's all these genders and I, I, I'm sorry, but I don't understand the he, she, it, they, no, yes, I, I don't, I don't want to offend anybody, but, and I respect these people, but that is not, I, I don't fall into that category. Right. Right. A and when there's so many options, people become confused and because they're, they're lost. They're lost. That's what we are here for. This is my purpose. That I, I just figured out this is my purpose to bring light to, to what a woman is. I am far from perfect. I have bad days. I say cuss words. Um, there's sometimes I go back and I delete my post because I'm like, that was out of, out of somewhere else. Mm -hmm. um, but I have that conviction. If yeah. we need to have conviction, um, that conviction is there for a reason. And a lot of people, a lot of stories are going around um, where it's whatever feels good to you, do it. No, 
it's not whatever feels good because you're, you're stepping away. You're, st- you're stepping further. Um, you're going into deep waters because anything could feel good to the flesh, you know? Um, so I hope to keep inspiring, keep bringing brightness to our femininity, to women, to, uh, I especially have a heart for the hard women that mm-hmm. think they need to be rough and tough and, and fight or show their bodies. I want to, I want to shelter them. I want to hug them um, and say, let's, let's take a look. Let me show you some things. Let me talk to you about this. We do things because we are hurt. We do things because the world tells us to. We can't always fall prey to the world. I love that. That is so beautiful. And it is exactly what you do and what I feel when I follow you or check out your stuff on Instagram. That is the feeling that I get. And I feel inspired to embrace my femininity all the more. So Thank you for doing what you do. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And thank you for having this podcast and for being who you are and, and brightness and cheerful and beautiful. We need more <laughs> women like you. Thank you so much. I appreciate your words. So what? So the two next questions that I wanted to ask are what lights you up and what breaks your heart? But I think we have covered these in many from many angles. But if you would like to still lights me up is when I see women embracing other women and giving compliment to other women because we are not in competition. We are, I want to say, spread your hands out. Let's embrace each other. Um, so when I see that, that lights me up. Um, what breaks my heart is brokenness. Um, when they don't even know they're broken, Mm. when they see that it's just a normal life, um, young women break my heart when Mm. they are doing things that doing things to chase a man. Right. Yeah. That breaks my heart. Yeah. That I can actually, I feel the same way. That is so common and you see it all around you all the time. Women essentially chasing their worth or the idea of their worth. Yes. You said it perfectly. And it's not about chasing your worth. It's coming back to who God created you to be. And I just feel your heart. And I just wanted to say that. I just feel this, even though we're thousands of kilometers away from each other, from different parts of the world, I feel the connection of hearts. And that is beautiful. That is. Uh, that is. <laughs> so on the, li- the same lines of that, if you could say something to the 20 year old you, what might that be? You're going to make it and you're not going to always live in survival mode. Trust the Lord with your, with all your heart, with all your heart. That's what I would say. That's beautiful. And I love that you brought 
the survival mode. That is exactly what, you know, society teaches us to live in constantly in survival mode. We watch the news first thing, get up in the morning, watch the news, get to social media, get comparing yourself, get into survival mode, reactive yes. mode, end your day the same way. <laughs> and it's, it's a recipe for disaster. Like it truly is. Um, and for most of my life, I, that's how I lived is surviving. I had to mm -hmm. work harder. I had to, and that, that's me being in survival mode, um, just working harder. I need more money. So I have, I'm able to uh, take care of my children better. Um, I'm able to have more. And so I was, even when I had enough, I was still in that search in survival mode. Um, and like I said, I don't watch the news anymore. When somebody talks to me about it, then that's how I kind of get information. Mm. But I really had to detach, especially with the COVID and all that has been going on. Mm. It's just, um, that's fear. I, I didn't want to live my life in fear. I, I'm not falling to, you know, I'm still taking care of myself healthy. I'm still healthy, but I don't need that extraness to, to, to touch my subconscious mind. And I need to fill it up with all the goodness, all the glory, all the love that I could, because naturally, naturally our mind goes back to the worst of it the yeah. bad things. Yeah. Um, that's the easy part is falling back into um, what your subconscious mind with, you know, all that's going around. Yes, definitely. Definitely. And so many people don't even realize this. And that is also heartbreaking. But um, I'm so yes. glad to see and, you know, connect with people who have sort of come to the realization that we actually have like agency when it comes to what we put into our subconscious mind and how we feed ourselves, like is not just the food that we eat. It's everything what, that we consume. And as a feminine woman who wants to cultivate their femininity, I always want to get that point across that everything you consume is what you build your character and your whole being with. So that is an important point to remember. Absolutely. That is one of my big things. Um, I have two daughters and um, growing up, they were not <laughs> allowed to listen to rap music. They were not allowed to listen, watch anything PG-13. Um, I had to watch everything <laughs> before they watched it. On their 18th birthday, they were so excited that they were able to go and buy a movie ticket at a rated R movie. Right. Uh, although I was like, oh, all this work <laughs> I've done to keep you, your mind clean. And I have always spoken to them. And to this day, I think they kind of roll their eyes when they say something a little negative. And I'm like, we can't talk like that. Try and, try and reword that. Let's reword that um, because although we're speaking it and we want to get a point across, our mind doesn't know that 
we're not talking about ourselves. Right. It's going to eat it up. So um, that is a big thing. It's what we pour into our mind, Mm. what we put into our minds. And I love that. Like, hey, let's reword that. Let's rephrase that. That is actually a really good like tip to take away that I can, you know, anyone can do with themselves. Like if you think a thought that's really negative or you're bashing yourself or whatever it is, Mm-hmm. You can just you know catch yourself and be like hey let's let's just rephrase that let's reword that like and the same Abs- thing when you're speaking to someone else like if I'm talking to my husband I can and I've definitely say something stupid or negative one every once in a while so oh yeah that I- is just like that is a good way to like catch yourself instead of being like oh like why did I say that or oh my goodness yes. that is just like beating yourself up for what what you did or what you said but that is a more like empowering way I guess to redirect yourself to be like yes let's rephrase let's reword this in a more positive more life-affirming god-affirming way I catch myself all the time or majority of the time yeah (laughs) same here same here it is a journey of a lifetime so it's not it's not just one event and then you're like boom one you know super yeah perfect feminine woman absolutely not <laughs> thank you so much for this conversation i've enjoyed this tremendously i feel inspired like i i truly feel inspired by this talk that we've had and everything you've said valerie so thank you so much for sharing your light is there anything that you would like to close off this conversation with and also do tell us where we can find you online so i want to say we were made on purpose for purpose and the purpose does not need to be grand um it could be something so simple that we have no clue how it impacted somebody just a kind word could have made somebody's day change. Right. Um, some it, a kind word could have stopped somebody from doing drugs, from stop stop somebody from drinking it away mm. because you notice somebody. We need community. We need one another. We are not meant to be alone. Um, so that's what I want to say. We were made on purpose for a purpose and the purpose doesn't have to be grand. And, uh, you can find me on Instagram. It's Val broken open. That's where you'll find me. Yes. And I'll, I'll definitely put the link in the show notes. Oh my goodness. Thank you again so much for being here. I know it's really late where you are in Nevada and I'm here in Finland. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm in Sunday morning. It's like, it's Sunday morning for me and you're still like midnight ish. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is midnight. (laughs) I appreciate, I appreciate giving me this time. Um, It's new to me to be speaking in this uh, platform. I appreciate you for noticing me. I'd love that we connected. I, there's, there's a purpose in this connection. Yes. Um, You have inspired me. 
as I have inspired you and you're a beautiful, lovely woman and continue to, to do these podcasts, get them out there because women need to hear. I hope you enjoyed this episode and learned something new as well as received some serious inspiration on your feminine journey. And I would so appreciate it if you could rate and review this podcast and subscribe. It really helps in the podcasting world so that we can reach more women who might be interested in these types of topics. And if you're curious to hear my music, you can always check out JoM on any of the streaming platforms and the link will be in the description below. Thank you so much for listening and I hope to have you join me in the next episode.